Good morning. It's a thankful Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone on the call who would like to say good morning? This is Prosperous. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Happy Thursday. This is Miss Penny. Hi. Good morning. I'm sorry. What's your name? Miss Penny. Miss Penny. Welcome to the call, Miss Penny. Is this your first time calling? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, wonderful. Welcome to the call and happy, thankful Thursday. Thank you, and thank to you as well. God bless. Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Miss Susie. How are you doing today? I'm hanging in here. I understand it. Can you keep me in your prayers, please? Absolutely. Thank you. God is able. Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sister Sabrina. Happy Thursday. Victory Prayer Family Line. And I would like a prayer request, please, for my family and healing over my body. Thank you, and God bless you. My God. Let me go ahead and put this down here. Uh, This was Miss Sabrina, right? Yes. You said prayer for your family and healing over your body, right? Yes, thank you. I appreciate you. God bless you, everyone on Victory Prayer Line. I'm going on mute. Good morning. This is JC. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, JC. Good morning. Welcome to the call. Thank you. You enjoy a blessed day, hon. You have a blessed day as well. Thank you. Is there anyone else who's joined who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. Happy Thursday. This is JR. Good morning. Good morning, JR. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome to the call. Happy Thursday. Great to hear your sound. Thank you. Is there anyone else who's joined who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. God bless everyone on the call. You have a great day. Hey, hey. You too, Sister Lisa. Wonderful to hear your your sound as always. Happy Thursday. Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy thankful Thursday. Thank you. You as well. God bless. God bless. This is a day the Lord has made. We will and shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined uh, joined the call who'd like to say good morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. We love you, Lord. We worship you. We give you our first fruits of the morning. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? Uh, 
Hallelujah. The earth is his footstool. He sits high but looks low. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for a new day. That's right. Good Good morning. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Charmina, the finisher. Good morning, Charina, the finisher. Beautiful. Welcome to the call. Thank you. Thank you. also want to wish um, Tanya a very happy birthday today. Oh, oh, wonder. Tanya, miss, uh, Tanya, not Tanya's birthday? Yes. yes. Happy birthday, Miss Tanya, not Tanya. Is there anyone else who joined the call who would like to say good morning? Yeah, good morning, Miss Jubilant. Good morning, Jubilant. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the call. Wonderful to hear your sound. Happy Thursday to you as well. Thank you. Welcome to Declare Victory. Someone who wanted to say good morning? Yow, 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 yow. South family. Brother E, husband of Jubilant Jew. Jubilant, wonderful. Hallelujah. Good morning, Brother E. Wonderful to hear your sound. Welcome to the call, and it is now time to get started. So before we do get started, um, can we ask you to please mute your line so we can proceed? Please put your phones on mute so we can get started. Hello, my name is Prosperous Pam, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Thanks for uh, joining us the last couple of days here in June, where our monthly theme is entitled Self-Control and Discipline. The declarers have been focused on how yielding to the fruit of self-control will empower you to live a disciplined, God-ordained life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. The prayer requests submitted are uh, we did have one submitted, and again, you can always call, uh, I mean, uh, go on declarevictory.org and submit your prayer request there. Um, we have a prayer request from uh, JC. Please pray for her son and his family, the Watsons. So we will definitely keep JC's son and uh, his family, the Watsons, up in prayer. 
We did have a couple of spoken prayer requests. One from Sabrina, please pray for her family and healing over her body. Uh, and then we want to, again, wish a wonderful, happy birthday to T- Miss Tanya, not Tonda. Tanya, we love you. And I do have a prayer request for myself. If you can just please keep us, uh, myself and my mom, lifted in prayer, um, just to continue to be, do not be weary and well-doing. And we thank you, Lord, for your healing and protection. Okay, um, the order of the call is, and then if you could please put your phones on mute, um, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. The declaration will be brought by Yolandra. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. The declaration will be brought by Yolandra. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is 2 Chronicles 15, 7. But you, take courage. Do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Red of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, I lift it up. Please make me whole. Fill our cup, Lord. We lift it up, Lord. I'm in quench this thirsting in our soul. Red of heaven, feed us till we want no more. Fill our cup, we lift it up, please make us whole, cause we need thee, oh we need thee, every hour we need thee, oh bless us now. Our Savior, we come to Thee, we need Thee, oh, we need Thee, every hour we need Thee. 
Oh, bless us now, our Savior. Please bless us now, dear Savior. Please bless us now, our Savior. We come with our hands lifted up. We come with our hearts lifted up. We come with our knees bended down. We come, oh, we come. To be. Yes, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Someone put on on mute, please. Hallelujah. I can hear sound in the back. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we need thee, Lord. This month has been about discipline. And we know the word says that without you, without you, Lord, it's impossible. But with you, all things are possible. And we come with bearing our burdens, Lord. Lift up our trials and tribulations. And even, Lord, our pride to think that we can do anything without you, Lord. We lay everything at your feet right now. Abba. Our hands lifted up and our hearts lifted up as we lean in. We rest, Lord. Rest in your arms. Asking you, Daddy, give us strength. Give us that added strength we need, Lord. You are a very present help in time of trouble. It's never time that you're not with us because you said that you're always with us. You tell us, Lord, that we don't have to bear this burden alone, that we can cast our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you for being God that cares. It's by our faith, Lord. That's what draws you, Father God. Not at ourselves, Lord, because we we have these things in ourselves. We want to boast and think that we, you know, we have it in control, and that's where we fall short. But in you, because it was all done for us at the cross. At the cross, at the cross. Where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Yes, it was at the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, where you took upon our sins, bore them on your back, and made us free indeed when you rose from the grave. And with that, Lord, so we come to you, casting our cares upon you, Lord, recognizing that I can do all things, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, and we take up our banner of love, and we go on our assignment into the world, and we share that love. So, Father God, I'm just asking in a mighty way that you would help us, Lord, teach us how to gird up 
and to put on that armor as we walk outside our homes and to take that sword of the spirit that gives us the strength to fight this battle, the battle that we we deal with on a day-to-day basis, Lord, the battle in our mind that causes us to have clutter, the battle in our mind that says we can't do when you said it, the perfect love casts out all fear, Lord, that tells us that because of our fear, we can't do the things that you've called us to do. The battlefield of our mind, Lord, that causes us to be depressed. But you tell us we seek you first in your kingdom, all your righteousness, Lord. Lord, you tell us, Lord, that our, the perfect love casts out all fear. You tell us, Lord, that joy comes in the morning, Lord. If we remember these things, Father God, if we would take hold of these things, Father God, and we will feast off your word daily, Father God, then the battle is not ours, it's yours. Help us to step away, Lord, and allow your will to be done in our lives, Lord. Forgive us for our sins and our shortcomings, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for constantly shunning you away, Father, and you're trying to help us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for not believing that we can do all things to you, Father God. Forgive us for not accepting your hand of mercy and your help, Father God, that you're very present help in time of trouble, lacking the belief in that. Forgive us, Lord, for harboring anger in our hearts, Lord, that also is keeping us away from you, Lord. Forgive us and give us the strength, Lord, to accept and to acknowledge that we need your help. Lord, I'm asking in a special way that you will continue to be with Sabrina, be with her. We ask that you heal her body, Father God, whatever affliction she's going through right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. That by her, your stripes she is healed, Lord. And lifting up J.C.'s son and the Watson family, Father God, you know what they're going through. And you already have the antidote to their solution to, to, to the solution to their problem. I, I just pray, Lord, that they will be that through this process, Lord, that they will draw closer to you, Father God. Thank you for covering the, His family from the crown of head to the sole of their feet, Father God. I thank you for surrounding them with with your glory, Father God. You will prosper Pam and her mom, Lord. I know it's hard sometimes, Lord. And as we get older, <laughs> even ourselves, we get a little, uh, you know, set in our ways, Lord. But I thank you, Lord, that as she, as she ministers to her mom, that you are ministering to her. You're giving her the strength she needs, Father God, to be able to minister to her and give her, you know, giving her the strength to just, just continue to just press on. I thank you, Father God, for just your love, Lord. Love that covers a multitude of our faults, Lord. Help us to be about your business, Lord. Help us to fall in line with the assignment that you have for each one of our lives. We just want to thank you and just praise you, God, for just being who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Because of who you are, we give you glory. Because of who you are, we give you praise. So, people of God, please take your phone off mute, Lord. Just let us just praise God right now. 
Praise him in his holiness. Praise him for his goodness. Jesus, glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God. Glory to hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Thank you for your love, your name, Lord, Then it came to me that 
you're not the only one that's lacking self-control, right? I um, Sometimes when I listen to uh, different declarations, um, the declarant for me just sounds like perfect, right? It sounds like, you know, and this is in my head, like they are um, doing so much better um, in that particular area or a whole bunch of areas than I am, right? And that's not a spirit of uh, comparison. That is a spirit of really honestly assessing myself and asking myself, what am I doing? What am I not doing? How come I'm not doing it? Why won't I do it? You know, um, so that I can be better. Um, What I wanted to do this morning is not come from a place of, uh, I don't want to say you. I mean, I don't want to say accusation. But for me, I tend to get more when um, a speaker is being inclusive, Um, when a speaker is including themselves in uh, the declaration, in the application of God's word, um, giving me practical examples of a situation that uh, they've been up against um, and how they got through it. So this morning when I talk, I'm going to talk from either um, the place of I, Yolandra, my personal walk, or we you know, our personal walk with God. And you can assess for yourselves what area that you're lacking in, right? Um, And so I've entitled this Grow Your Fruit, Grow Your Fruit. When I was thinking about uh, the fruits of the Spirit and I was thinking about literal fruit, you know, fruit grows in various ways on trees and the ground, however it grows, right? And at some point, you know, if the fruit is not consumed, it will spoil, right? But the difference between uh, physical fruit and spiritual fruit is that spiritual fruit, uh, fruits of the spirit, won't spoil, right? Fruits of the spirit, spirit continue to grow if we uh, nourish it, if we develop it, right, if we concentrate on it, if we work toward it, and all of that has to do with our level of self-control. So fruits of the spirit, we've heard it all much. Love, joy, peace, forbearance. And I wonder, what is forbearance? Oh, that means patience. Okay. Kindness, goodness, uh, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, um, had I had written this, I would have said self-control first and then love, joy, and peace. Because for me, everything is based upon my level of discipline and self-control. Um, I was brought to Galatians 5.17, and it says, For the flesh craves what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are opposed to each other so that you do not do what you want. I know for me, spiritually, 
mentally, emotionally, I really want to please God, right? But I do struggle with the flesh, you know, um, not in every area of my life, but a couple areas in my life I still, like, struggle with, right? And I am voluntarily, voluntarily, you know, letting my flesh, you know, win that particular battle, therefore decreasing my my amount of self-control. I think about Paul, you know, and this is one of my favorite scriptures. And he says in Romans seven nineteen, for I do not do the good I want to do. Instead, I keep on doing the evil I do not want to do, right? And then another version says, um, for I do not understand my own actions. I am baffled and bewildered by them. I do not practice what I want to do, but I'm trying to, but I'm doing the very thing I hate and yielding to my human nature, my worldliness, and my sinful capacity. Right? Another version says, I don't realize what I'm doing. I don't do what I want to do. Instead, I do what I hate. New, the New International Version says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I don't do. But what I hate to do, I do. Finally, the uh, New Living Translation I really don't understand myself. But what I want to do is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. ESV, I don't understand my actions, for I do not do what I want. I do the very thing I hate. So what that tells me, and I, and I think about Paul, you know, I, I read, I've read Paul, I've read Romans, I've read all the books that, that he had, he's, he's written, and, and Paul is like a stalwart, right? He is one of the people we, we look to. He came in, you know, one way, and God converted him, and his walk, you know, uh, far as what we can see, was pretty on point. So I, I, I wonder, when he wrote this, what exactly was he struggling with, right? I don't know. Sometimes, like, when I read the Bible, I go from verse to verse, chapter to chapter, and I read the stories and so forth, but except for a few cases, right, it, um, and the case I'm going to point out, David, right, David talks about his struggles. He talks about his his joy, his pain, his struggle, his all, all he talks about it, right? But a, a lot of the other uh, books in the Bible, I don't hear about the internal uh, uh, turmoil that went on when a person was trying to practice self-control. Clearly, David didn't have it right, or he didn't have it all of the time, and I can relate to that. But at the end of the day, I know that God loves me, and I know that God wants the best for me, and I know that God will not leave or forsake me. However, I do not want to take God's grace and mercy for granted, right? So when you're talking about I don't want to do, I do what I don't want to do, I do the evil thing. You know, God is expecting us, expecting me, right, to do the right thing. And if I'm not doing the right thing, I need to dwell into his word, right, to give me the strength for discipline 
and for self-control, right? It's that um, self-control displays our God because God himself is self-controlled. This is no more evident than in the gospel. He is patient toward sinners. That's us. Not wishing that any of us should perish, but that all of us should reach repentance, Second Peter 3 and 9. So God wants all of us to, uh, I don't think he wants us to be perfect, but God knows our heart, right? And he knows when we're striving, when we're pressing towards the mark. He knows when our goal is the prize, right? He knows. So it's like if I am struggling with one thing, right, and if I don't ask, because God, God tells me, I will give you a way of escape. And so here's the thing, you know, over to my left, and here I am over to the right, and I'm being pulled, flesh, you know, pulled towards that thing. Somewhere between the left and the right, I need to call out to God and say, God, I need a way of escape. God, I need you right now. I need you to help me. I need you to give me whatever I need to say no to this thing. Because what I believe also is that the more I grow my fruit, the easier it is to uh, deny myself. The more I understand God, the more, you know, I give myself to him, the more he gives himself to me, the more clearly I can hear the Holy Spirit, the more, uh, the easier it is for me to go left when I want to go right or vice versa. It becomes easier because he has infilled me with his spirit, right? And so, you know, I was going through a little Bible study, whatever, right, and I came across a couple of biblical personalities um, as examples of, of self-control, right? And so one example in Samuel, 1 Samuel 25, when uh, David used self-control to avoid King Saul, to avoid King Saul's blood being on his hand. Right, and then there was another one that I wasn't so familiar with. Her name is Abigail, and it says uh, Abigail used self-control while enduring life with her husband Nabal. Now, so David, uh, no, Nabal was this was Abigail's husband, right? And he was in the Bible, you know, he wasn't a very cool dude. He was like an evildoer. He was a naysayer. He wasn't. He was just about himself. Very rich, very rich man. Um, and he did something, uh, or did something, or refused to help David, or something. Um, and so David became incensed. Now he became really mm, pissed off, right? Let me just say it like that. And he began to. Uh, gird up his forces, the men around him, to go and kill Nabal and everybody in his household. So there, David is experiencing some anger. Perhaps he's he's a little miffed, um, maybe a little bit of pride, right? No self-control, right? And he is en route to destroy this man's household. However, his wife, 
now let me just back up. His wife, Abigail, had been living, living with this miserable, miserable husband for some time, right? So for her, that showed self-control in that she was enduring uh, a marriage that wasn't healthy, um, helpful, um, beneficial, or nor nor was she uh, appreciated, right? And so now we have David out of control. We have Nabal, who doesn't think about control one way or the other. He's just all about himself. And Abigail. So Abigail goes to David while he is en route to kill her husband and her household, and she bows down to him, and she she says whatever she says to David, but she says it in such a manner that it piques his heart, right? It changes his mind. Isn't that just like God, right? Isn't it? How many times in the Bible have we seen uh, people go to God and say, Lord, please, you know, don't do this, or Lord God, please don't be angry, and, you know, and, you know, he's softened his blow. He's changed his mind. He hasn't given us what we deserve. So likewise, you know, David regains his self-control in this particular example. Abigail is able to influence and persuade him to uh, not destroy her household, right? Um, And so, and the moral, the moral of the story is that you have two people who love God, David and Abigail, right? Then we have one person who is outside of, of, of God's grace because he is not recognizing God in his life at all, right? And so what happens to her husband shortly uh, thereafter, and you can read the story for yourself, but what happens to her husband is that I think it was 10 days later or something, but he died. He died. Um, and David and Abigail got married, and the story goes on, right? So then there's Daniel. Daniel's life was self-controlled, prevented um, idolatrous worship, and it came with such zeal that it grew the ire of those in Babylon who despised Daniel's religious rigor, right? So, um going to say something about that. Sometimes when I'm listening to, you know, people um, listening to declarations on self-control, in my mind, they I, I think, wow, wow, that is really, like, amazing how, you know, you are so able, like, to, to your walk is just so inspiring, right? Um, how do you do that, right? Um, it's like rigor. Right, it's like intentional. It's like um, mm, I, I don't even have words to to express it. Right, but there are several examples in the Bible where they where it talks about uh, a person's zest, if you will. Right, their vigilance and their vigilance for God. Joseph's self control with Potiphar's wife seductive. That's honorable. We remember when. His wife tried to seduce him, and Joseph, uh, he ran, basically, right? Um, Serving the Lord becomes a labor of love. I talked about that earlier. Discipline becomes pleasure, 
right? It's not a burden. And um, as in Paul's case, right, Paul's discipline um, and love for the Lord was a pleasure. Um, Jesus himself grants us a view to the perfect disciplined life of devotion to God and denial of self. Jesus is the uh, epitome of devotion. You know, um, Jesus is also one of those that um, in, in the Bible, it, it, it does go into some of his internal uh, struggles, particularly when he asked God, take this cup from me, right? When he went several times to pray and pray and pray and pray, oh, God, but not my will, your will be done, right? That is the epitome of self-control, right? In my walk um, to be like Jesus. Do I really expect to be like Jesus? Mm, no, honestly. But I want to strive to be like Jesus, right? I want to strive, knowing that I have this continual war with my flesh, with my mind. You know, I want to get to the point where I am able to more easily de deny myself the things that the word says I should deny myself. And it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I think Dion said yesterday, anything that is taking me from my purpose is not my friend, right? And it's easy to say, but sometimes in practicality or in application, eh, it becomes a little different, a little difficult. So this is where I need to really assess myself. We need to assess assess ourselves to figure out, you know, what our real uh, struggle is, right? Where are we lacking with the fruits? Which fruit do we need to grow more? Uh, um, and how can we get there, right? Um, God disciplines those that he loves, and we can be assured that God's providence to help us with the lifestyle best suited for us in serving him. Self-control is required for elders to be qualified for service in the in the church. That's in Titus 1.8. Christians growing in knowledge should be growing in self-control. We should be growing in self-control. We should be growing in self-control, right? However, for this to occur, we must not grieve, resist, or quench the Holy Spirit. When this happens, however, because it may happen, we confess it as sin and repent so that self-control will be maintained until death. Just as the disciples asked Jesus for increase in faith, we can also ask God for increase in self-control. I can say, God, you know I'm struggling with this area. I need you to help me. I need you to grant me some more discipline and self-control. I need you, God, to provide a way of escape like your word says, Lord God. I need you to help me in this area. God wants the best for us, right? So with the preservation of the saint by the spirit, so is the pres excuse me, perseverance of self-control. So what that tells me is that I need to pursue self-control, right? It is a fruit of the spirit, right? It is something that I can daily work to develop, right? Praying that it will morph, 
right? Praying, praying that it becomes not only uh, it, it it changes from a uh, a duty, if you will, a responsibility or a task to pleasure, pure pleasure in walking out my life in faith and serving God, right? We heard it yesterday where it says, um, Proverbs 25, 28, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. So here I am just open, you know, open and obvious, you know, uh, victim pray to anything that may come to me because I have no protection. I have no uh, inside, uh, mm, how should I say, I have no, I don't want to use the word stamina, but that's the word that's coming up, but that's not the right word. But I have no provision, you know, no ability to protect myself, right? Um, and I don't want to leave myself open because if I don't have any walls around me, that means anything and everything, some fly-by night, whatever comes that way, whatever the wind blows, there I go. And that's not in accordance with God's will, right? So I pray, you know, we can pray. I can pray for self-control in my life. I can pray for the walls that guard me against all the devil's attempts that will pull me away from God or my uh, pull me away from my wife or my husband or my children or from the work that I've been called to do. I can ask God to help me live in accordance with his will and help me with my self-control, right? Um, if we neglect self-discipline, that will prolong our spiritual immaturity leaving us with a, with little self-control to resist temptation and sin, right? Um, which one is this? Hold on. I want to read this. I think this is Hebrews 12, 5, and um, 11. It says, have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as father, as a father addresses his son? My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one that he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined, right, everyone undergoes discipline. So if we don't discipline ourselves, God's going to discipline us. Why? Because he loves us, right? Um, we should take it as, mm, okay, this is some hardship. I know I was going to have to go through this at, at, at some point because every Christian battles hardship. We all have hard times. Nobody said it was going to be easy, right? When I, when I look at previous people before me who loved the Lord, be it Paul, David, Jesus, of course, right, they all endured hardship. So why shouldn't I, right? So particularly when the word tells me this is going to grow grow my faith, this is going to make me uh, stronger in Christ, right? And God loves me, right? And so, and so let's be clear that if there is no discipline, there is no discipleship. 
If we do not discipline ourselves, God will discipline us. How do we develop self-control? Well, we can do five things. Number one, we can know God's word. We can know God's word. We can know God's word. Now, let me just say, be very transparent here. I know God's word, but I don't know God's word, right? So that tells me that there's some work I need to do here in terms of discipline and self-control. Number two, be aware of the danger of the lack of self-control. Again, a city without walls. You know, I can have control in ten, nine areas of my life, right? But this tenth area, I don't have control. I, I, I really don't have control there, right? So there I am, you know, a city without walls, open to all types of attack, right? Um, number five, I'm sorry, number three, be prepared to suffer. We don't like to suffer. You know, a lot of us, uh, I know I, well, yeah, a lot of us may think that, you know, there is no uh, trials and tribulations or, you know, and, 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 and the suffering doesn't have to be something catastrophic. It could be, you know, emotional suffering. It, it could be a myriad of things, right? But just when it comes, you know, prepare yourself and know that trouble don't last always, right? There is always, there is an end to everything. There's an end to everything. And God is there. And I know sometimes when I'm going through stuff, it feels like I don't, it feels like I don't feel God. But every time I look back after I've got to the other side of it, I can see so clearly how he was there, right? Dion talked about this yesterday. Pattern your life after winners, not losers, you know, uh, surround yourself with people that are walking the walk that you want to walk, right? And, you know, and that's a, a theory that's like ages old, right? Whoever you are, uh, who, whoever is in your community, in your circle, right, if they are not developing you, if they are not uh, helping to promote and support you, then you should probably get another uh, circle, right? Um Finally, pray. Prayer changes things, right? Prayer changes things. And so in self-control, it's really about denial. You know, we need to deny ourselves uh, some things that are uh, contrary to our purpose. Um, Jesus taught his disciples to deny themselves, and therefore we understand the Christian life to be one of rigor. Like an athlete preparing for a fight, Christian, the Christian is denying himself the pleasures even for a season. He denies himself in the realm of worldly interests, particularly where sin is involved. Self-control helps us to press towards the mark of our high calling in Christ. I talked about that. Um, it is vital to our battle with temptation to sin. It is the removal of hindrances for our best exercise of our gifts and talents to be in service with Christ. I want to park there for a second. So a lot of us say, me included, I'm not really sure what what my gifts are, right? And so in reading this, I I understand that um, when I exercise more fruits of the Spirit, when I exercise uh, self-control, that helps me press towards the mark 
right, that helps me go for that prize, right? Um, and really self-control is really a battle um, or a weapon against sin, right? Um, self-control is a spiritual product. A disciplined life of a Christian is exemplified by a runner with a finish line and a fighter with stamina to endure every round. So we must examine ourselves to honestly assess where indulgence has become a stronghold. You know you're fighting a spiritual battle when you're not helped. I'm sorry, and you're not helped by the weakness of flesh. So using grace, we can do it through prayer, again, Bible study, worship, fellowship, sacraments, right? Um, so I said this earlier, but uh, I think self-control may be the last one on the list in terms of fruits of the Spirit, but it is not the least important. I think it is vitally important. And I'm not saying that the, that the Bible is, is, is intimating or implying that it is the least important. Um, but I think everything stems from self-control. It, it, it takes uh, self-control to be able to love the unlovable, right? It takes self-control to have forbearance or, or faith, right? It takes self-control to be good, right? It, takes, it, it just takes self-control. It's monumental. It is like the a keystone for me, right, in uh, the fruits of the Spirit. So I just want to close uh, with this saying that um, when um, Juliet was singing, I thought to myself, oh, maybe I'll go sing my song. <laughs> I'm going to sing my song, and then I'm going to close with this. I'm going to say, Father God, I thank you. God, I just thank you for your grace, your love, your mercy. I thank you, God, for your inhabitation in our spirit, Lord God. I thank you, God, for your provision and your protection. God, I thank you for waking us up, each one of us, Lord God, with the mind to get on this call, Lord God, to spend time with you, Jesus. Oh, God, forgive us for our sins, Lord God. Uh, protect us as we go about this day, Lord God. Uh, God, also, I know you've heard the prayer request, Lord God, and I know you and only you, only you and only you, God, can make a difference, Lord God. Hear our pleas, our supplications, dear Jesus. Grant our prayer requests, Lord God. Heal those in need of healing, Lord God. Protect those that are in need of protection, Lord God. Comfort those who are in need of comfort, Lord God. Just be there, Lord God. Your word says you will, so I know that you will. And I thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. I pray and thank you for each one, each one under the sound of my voice. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will help us to analyze, evaluate, assess, ourselves, Lord God, truly to find out, Lord God, speak to us. Let the Holy Spirit point out to us every area 
that we need to do better in, God, and help us. And thank you for your grace. And thank you for your patience. And thank you for your forbearance. And thank you for your endurance in putting up with us, God. We love you. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lost, stumbling, gaining no ground, believing what everyone said, I should believe, I need you, Lord, to rescue me, oh, renew my soul, make me whole, running here, running there, gaining no ground, Everywhere I look, I stumble and fall down. I need you, Lord, to rescue me. Oh, renew my soul, make me whole. I need you, oh, I need you. Every day, I need you. Oh, pass me not my gentle Savior. I need you. I need you now. I need you now. I need you now. I need you now. Jesus says in John fifteen fifteen, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not understand what his master is doing. But I've called you friends, because everything I have learned from my Father, I have made known to you. God has given us everything we need for this journey, for our discipleship, for our relationship, for our lives, here and in the hereafter. Thank you, God. So I'm going to close with that. I'm going to um, open the call up for any men first and then first-time callers. Are there any men on the call that want to say good morning? Yeah, good morning. This is Marv uh, saying hello this morning. God bless each and every one. Hey, Marv. Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning. Yes, Brother Jeff. Good morning. Declare Rickley. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Sarge. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Miss Leonia. Have a great day. Good morning, Mother Leonia. You too. Any other men? Wanna say good morning? Okay, so we're going to open it up for um, first-time callers. Are there any first-time callers? Is Rochelle on the line? Rochelle and Natasha? All right, so we're going to open it up for the uh, love, life, and victory portion of the call. Again, I do have to stop in about 12 minutes. So I really will help either we can end the call early or someone can take over the portion for me. I do have a work meeting. 
Good morning, it's Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Sunshine, what's your mother's name? Elizabeth. Oh, okay. I have a girlfriend named her her child Sunshine, and I thought you might have been her. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning. Anyone else? Questions, comments on the declaration? Anybody? Yes. Uh, good morning, Declare Ricky. Uh, Sister Yolanda, thank you for your declaration this morning. Great declaration. It's, oh, man, you, you're closing us out. You know, just a couple of days left in this month, and you, you really um, helped me to reflect on, the, you know, some different things in, in the areas where, uh, you know, I need to be some growth in, in my discipline and you know I, I waver you know and you talk yeah. about self-control oh my goodness I waver you know there's times when uh, you know I could just eat plant-based ice cream and you know pay attention to how much sugar I'm intaking and, and sometimes I could just you know don't have no control and, and eat up a whole bunch of stuff. But um I will, you you helped me to look at um uh, my my prayer life, right? And you know, it's like uh I I've I sort of fallen off the the self control and discipline when it comes to to my prayer life, right? I um I think I might have been on the call just maybe two or three times this month on such a deep topic and I I just couldn't get my butt up or something Jeff said, Jim, Jim, why don't you just set the alarm clock so you make sure you uh, you know, be on the call. Because, you know, sometimes I, I find myself well, it's three, four o'clock and it, it, Jeff, you ain't praying that you know, and I and that's you know I, I get that way sometimes. Sometimes I'm um, you know, I'm consistent with it. I'm, I'm, it's the everyday thing, and then next thing you know, I'm off and on. I'm, I don't know why that happens to me sometimes, but yeah, and that's that's one area of my life that I need to, to really be mindful to um, be disciplined in. Is and in, in this particular prayer line helped me with that for many years. It helped me to grow and um, be disciplined in my prayer life. But uh, I, there's other areas of my life that uh, I need to mature and grow in and have self-control and discipline. But I just want to tell you, thank you for your um, declaration this morning. It was, oh, man, it, it, great, great declaration. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Jeff. You know, and I feel the same way, and I think, you know, that's what I was trying to bring home is that, you know, we're not perfect by any means, right? Um, all of us falter, right? Um, and that's why I think what Paul was saying, right? However, you know, we still have to, we, we have to continue to press. We have to continue to gain whatever it, it is that we're lacking, right? Knowing that God loves us, knowing that, you know, uh, there is grace and mercy, 
right? But like I also, also said, God knows our hearts. So he knows when we're really intent or when we're struggling with something, right? That doesn't give us an excuse not to try, right? Uh, so thank you, Brother Jeff. I feel like the very same way. Um, the word is so um, deep, man. It's like so much. And I was thinking about um, some of the decorations I've I been hearing this month. I'm thinking, oh, my God, i got to do all that. Oh, Lord, it's just overwhelming. <laughs> Good Lord. But I do. You know, I have to at least press toward it. So I love you, Brother Jeff. I love you, Patrice. Anybody else? Good morning, good morning, good morning. You know, I had to jump in and catch you before you leave, Sister Yolandra. Wow. I just want to thank you um, for feeding my spirit this morning. <sighs> I got, you know, I have my highs and I have my lows. Sometimes I'm, I'm sorry. Now, this is Sabrina, Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I'll be... You know, like you guys were just talking about, I'll be doing good. And my grandmother used to always say, a woman's job is never done. And I didn't understand that when I was growing up. But now I do because, I, you know, I'm I'm doing this and doing that all over the place. I get tired. I get wore out. But, Sabrina, stay on the battlefield no matter what. If you don't do nothing else, you need to drop to your knees and pray. Wherever you at. You know, I know what I need to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. Follow the doctor's orders. Because this is your life on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do what I want to do. This is not my body, but my mind to tell me, girl, go and eat them cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, if they got a snack bar over here, I went to a meeting and they had some snacks and the sister said, you want? I said, what they got? And she got the name of these Oreo cookies and stuff. I said, no, thank you. Do they got any popcorn? So I'm <laughs> I'm learning to self, you know, discipline myself, you know, and I just want to say thank you that your your song, I love music, Rescue Me, Lord, Rescue Me, Lord. Rescue me from me. So I just want to say thank you and I love you. And God bless everyone and have a good day. Uh, Thank you, Sabrina. I love you, Mama. I love you, too. I'm going on mute. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Hold on. I heard heard three people. Um, (laughs) I heard somebody say good morning. Who was that? I said good morning to Miss B. Okay, did I hear somebody say, um, yeah, who Shirley. was that? This okay, so we're going to go in that order. Miss B and then Shirley. Did you hear me, Yolanda? Yolanda? Who was that? Dee Dee. I said something, too, because I'm back in okay. at school. So I started to get okay. off. So, okay, I'm sorry. Dee Dee, you go first since you're at school. Then Miss Barbara, then Shirley. Is that okay to everybody? Sure. Okay. Come so, on. thank you. I just want to thank you because your share this morning was just a simple reminder of how we don't all have it all together. And with self-control and discipline, no matter how long we've been in the word, how long we've been saved, our walk and all that, there are, it's still room, like Brother Jeff said, 
Stop being inconsistent with your prayer because if nothing else, we owe God our prayer. We owe God worship because he's God and he's good to us. And when we wake up each day, we should have a praise. We should have a worship on our lips, no matter what we're going through, because we are all going through stuff. So we have to remember that it's all part of self-control and discipline, the fruit of the spirit. And then last thing I'm going to say, it's so funny that uh, Sister Sabrina said what she said, because when I woke up this morning, I do my workout every morning at 55. I'm not waiting for the doctors to tell me to do anything, because I've had so many people, not older than me, younger than me, have strokes, have heart attacks, get diagnosed with all the other stuff because they didn't have, not all of them didn't have self-control or discipline, but it's something that we have to do. We got to take care of our temples. I'm not saying you got to be a two. That's not what I'm saying. But monitor your health because it's your body. It's your temple. It's your mind, body, and soul. And when you said, Yolanda, we might have nine things going, but we may be missing something. So we don't have it all. So I just want to thank you for your share and your song. You said the song, Lord, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Mama. Love you. Come on, Miss Barbara. Hi, Miss Yolandra. I Ms. just Barbara. wanted to say thank you for your share. Thank you for the reminder. And also, thank you for the transparency. Um, none of us have it together. We all fall somewhere in some way. And self-control and discipline is not easy. But we have to get up when we fall we have to get up and keep going again and then be around other people that can help you to get up you got to have an accountability person i just thank you this morning though sweetheart you have a wonderful day thank you miss me love you shirley hi i wanted hi. to uh yeah i wanted to say thank you there's something you said and i really believe I, you gave me some confirmation I've been struggling with this one person. You talked about, you know, who we associate with. And I find myself having to always watch my tongue and control my anger with this one person because some of the things that they say. So finally, I, I we had a conversation again last night. And I said, why do you say these things? And he said, I want to see how you're going to react. Mm. And then I said, well, why is my re- why are you glorifying how I respond if it's based on negativity? And so when you said that, then I said, you know what? I need to disassociate myself with this person because they are trying to take me from a place of peace to a to a place of chaos because. Most of the time, the conversation ends where I just want to get off the phone because I always say, I don't want to say something at that particular moment because you're trying to get me emotionally caught up. But then I also mentioned to him that I I do know that this is not healthy, but I, I guess I'm trying to convince him who I am. And then I'm thinking, why do I need to convince anybody who we are? Especially mm-hmm. if they're not, that he. I told him that he's 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 taking uh, the negativity. He's pointing it, and that's not helping. So just, I just want to say thank you for that confirmation because I really believe now that I need to have a conversation and explain that this is not healthy and the self control is um, something that you just said today. So I'm gonna have to follow up with that. So thank you. You're welcome. Praise God. 
Good morning, Yolanda. This is, I know you got a short time. This is Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Um, oh, my gosh, that decoration was so good. Um, uh, and I like everybody said, uh, the transparency. Oh, yes. And you know what I'm finding is, well, what Ms. Barbara said is true. Definitely, get, I, I know I definitely need to get a, a accountability partner. But um, what I'm also realizing that is one day, one minute, one second at a time. Because I can, like, bypass uh, that cookie one today yep. and then float in it. And the next day falls fall right back into that hole. So it's it's one one day, one moment at a time, and I have to, you know, um, learn to give myself grace because sometimes that's another trick of the enemy. You you find yourself because you you make a mistake and you dwelling on that and dwelling on that, you know, and then that keeps you in a cycle of dysfunction, you know, because why well, I messed up, why well, I must go and just, you know, this, this is a constant cycle. Um, and, you know, so it's just like what you're saying, it's just really just resonated. Um, I'm, and I'm also like, I feel like what you said, that self-control should have been the first thing. But anyway, it was, it was an awesome decoration. It gave me a lot to think about. And I, I'm just, just pray for my con- road to recovery. <laughs> That's yeah, my you know, amen. And your music was beautiful. Thank you, Juliet. Yours too. Um, so, you know, I was in Walmart, so I love these things called Welch's Fruit Snacks. I love them. I love them. I love them. Knowing that sugar, too much of it is poison to my body, knowing that it will, it's not good for me. Like, you can walk by them cookies, and this is much greater than cookies, right? Cookies may be just a symptom of it. I think Dion talked about it yesterday. It's a symptom of something else. However, not to get too granular, right? I walked right into Walmart. I saw this box of 40 uh, fruit snacks. I walked toward them. I picked them up. And Holy Spirit said, now you know you shouldn't be buying these, right? And there I was, just like Paul, doing what I don't want to do, but I do it anyway, knowing this is not good for me. I bought them things, and I brought them home, and I've been eating them. (laughs) It goes um, much deeper than that, man. It's like, and every time I I put one in my mouth, I know I I shouldn't be doing this. I should not be doing this. I don't have self-control in that area. I'm going to say this. I'm going to pass the call to someone else who wants to share, but, It's like, I know when I am walking with God, right? I know because I can avoid sugar. I can lose weight. I can say no. I cannot curse. I cannot do a whole bunch of things. I know I'm in his will, right? Um, Because things just become like I don't desire them anymore. But the minute I take my will back, it's all bad. It's all bad, you know? So um, I just wanted to share that. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Anybody else? Crazy. (laughs) Well, good morning. Good morning. I got something to say this morning. No, I don't want you to say nothing. I don't want you to say nothing. (laughs) 
I'm I'm am. I'm saying okay, something. well after you say it, then I'm gonna let you I'm gonna turn the call over to you because I'm I'm gonna drop in a few minutes. I love you, Dion. Okay. Okay. I love you more, y'all. Wait, I wanna say something too. Well, but I'm first. And then you can say something. And then was that other Tammy? people can say stuff. Was that Tammy? That, that's Tammy. You know that's Tammy. Okay, Tammy. Y'all, Tammy. You know what? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, I, I'll okay. let you go okay. first since it's your birthday. No, no, go ahead. I'm just playing. Go ahead. I'm, I'm putting myself <laughs> on mute. Go ahead. Okay, so you guys. I'm so jet lagged, but um, I, I I heard the part of the declaration. But you said happy birthday, Tammy. Happy birthday! Y'all are gonna confuse people. Y'all are gonna confuse. <laughs> okay, but this is what I really want to say. Something that's serious. So you know how we were talking about self control. To me, this is my perception. It, it's before we can get good at. Um, perfecting something, we gotta, we got, we'll be bad at it first. You know, a baby doesn't start just get up and start walking. A baby stumbles. Uh, the the infant falls a lot, um, and then then they start to get their balance. But me included, beat ourselves up sometimes about the mistakes that we make, and we don't celebrate the progresses. So, again, taking the baby steps, celebrating the progresses, because when we do, it it motivates me. Let me just talk about me. When I celebrate the progresses, no matter how small they are, it encourages me to keep going. And then when I don't focus on them as much, it gives me, I look up and I'm like way further along than what I anticipated. And I look back and I go, Oh my God, look, look how much progress I made. And you know what, guys? It's okay to celebrate ourselves. It doesn't mean that we're a narcissist or that we are, you know, conceited or any of those things when we celebrate the progress that we made. And that's, that goes to me first about celebrating my progresses and being okay with celebrating this amazing individual that God made me to be. Um, whether I'm Tanya, I'm definitely not Tanya, and sometimes Tammy. I love y'all. Thank you. Hey, Amen. Great, great analogy. Um, let, me, let me give you one more, and, and let me preface it with this. Sometimes our lack of self-control shows up to reinforce our consistent need for the God we serve. Um, I think there there are moments of reminder just to be like, oh, you don't have it all together. That keeps us from getting too close, um, familiar, too um, lackadaisical in our um, need to bow, right? Because if we don't bow, we will always bend. Even in trying to develop the the habit of um, putting things on my calendar and acknowledging it when the buzzer goes off or being punctual, um, sometimes, you know, I I do my best. I'm a piddler, right? So I, if I start doing 
anything outside of the final objective, it will throw my time completely off. Uh, for the people that are really close to me, you know what I do and have a tendency to get lost in while I do it. It's a, a something I need to still work on self-discipline with. But in saying that, one of the things about the lack of self-control, I want to give you a visual. You know how sometimes you'll go to the beach. There's a, a beach here in um, in Northern California in the city of Venetia. And Josiah used to go, Josiah and I used to go there a lot when he was sick. And sometimes we'd come and the tide would be low, but then there would be other times that we'd come and the tide would be high. And so some of the debris that would come up during the high tide um, would be left when it was low tide. And then we'd come back the next day. And sometimes I'd see a big piece of plywood that had been moved very slowly into the midriff of the water further and further from the riverbank or further and further from the beachfront, right? That's kind of how a lack of self-control can do us as it relates to sin or as it relates to just bad habits because it's not always just about the icky stuff. Some of the time it's about the self-harming things that we do, right? So our self-injurious behavior. There are so many different things that um, we need control in, but at the end of the day, I'm going to say this, and then um, if anybody else has a share, please feel free to do so. Every single second of every single day, we make decisions, good, bad, indifferent. All of our decisions um, lead to whatever path we choose. So here's here's a very transparent moment for me. So I have um, recently, over the last several months, I've, I've been dating, right? Well, I'm dating over 50. There are old habits, old patterns that I had once upon a time that don't go where I live right now. When I say I live, I mean the place that I occupy, the place of consistency that I'm responsible for abiding in. And so he and I have set curfews. Well, listen, I'm not dead, and he is fine to me. There are things that I could absolutely do and get away with, and you'd never know. However, the internal I agree with what heaven is saying about me in this season of my life is greater than I want to do what I want to do. That's a decision. That's not not practicing a lack of self-control. That That's just I've made a decision of what I want the outcome to be. I want my testimony to be rooted in the truth. That's my responsibility. And I don't take it lightly because everything costs something, right? Everything costs something. And it's just the reality. Is it easy? I could cuss right there. Absolutely not. It's not. Um, is it fun? Nope. Um, but what I understand is I don't, I don't have time to make stuff up. If that makes sense, I just need my yes to be my yes and my no to be my no. Um, when I'm in the car riding down the street and somebody cut me off, listen, I'm kind, but I'm not that nice. And I can drive a little bit, 
Honey, don't bother me. I still ain't mastered that. <laughs> I'm much better than I used to be. Um, I was a flasher, right? I would I would go real hard, real ham, real quick. Um, am I better with that? Absolutely, because because I don't allow those type of emotions um, to overtake me. But in all things, we do things with with the outcome in mind. When you start thinking about the end at the beginning, it changes how you um, measure things. You know, the infraction of some fruit snacks. I mean, you know, we could do worse things. Is the sugar good for you? Yeah, no. But that's not a, uh, well, I can't say it's not a life-altering decision because for some people it is, especially if you're diabetic or, you know, um, your A1C is real high and it should be six. You know, I mean, so you got to do all things in moderation and you got to be real, raw, and transparent with yourself. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know the things that you struggle with. Um, in instances of icky relationships, honey, sometimes it, it's not conversation worthy. You got to move around. I can't say that with regard to being married. That's not different, so don't register that there. Um, but, you know, when you got people that push your buttons all the time and have a spirit of being antagonistic, Honey, tell them to get away from you and move on so you can master what you need to. All right, my rant's done. Anybody else got anything? Hey, Gian, it's me, Lisa. Happy birthday, hey, Tim. Lisa. Yay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tim. Hi, Hi How are you? I like you. Hi, Lisa, Bisa. Hey, listen, all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. Um, Yolanda was, I know she's gone, but that was an excellent share. And what I love about it is she used a really, really difficult text to, um, <laughs> to, um, to, to talk about something that, you know, people are like divided and confused about. Was Paul regenerated? Like, was he not saved when he was talking about that? Did he have Holy Spirit? Or was he like full of Holy Spirit and still having all these struggles? And then people say, how can he write all this stuff and tell us what not to do? And he was doing it. Well, listen. <laughs> I love how even in all the scriptures that he talks about, he still tells us that, and I love what you were just saying, how, okay, this is a progression. Sanctification is a progression. And so I'm so grateful um, that my heart intent is not to willfully just blatantly sin and that we really do lose ground. I think if we could see the stuff that we set in motion when we go contrary to his word because he put it there for a reason to keep us safe and to put us on and keep us on that path, and that's why it's important to abide and remain uh, connected. Because if we don't left our own devices, heck yeah. <laughs> I'll say something else. Heck yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end up doing whatever the flesh wants to do because it just wanna do what it wants to do. So that's why it's important to stay connected. That's why it's important to stay around like minded people that are headed in the direction that you want to head in so that when we try to fall off, you know, somebody's like, Hey, what you doing? Or that accountability. So I love the fact that beyond all that, we still have Holy Spirit working in us to will and do of his good pleasure. So staying connected to him will keep us connected to others. And then the heart will change where we won't desire to hurt his heart if that was possible. 
you, you don't want to hurt people you love. You don't want to hurt someone you love, and you want to do the things that you know that please them. And why not ultimately it being for God? So if I could just see the stuff that I set in motion and how much ground I lose when I go contrary to his word, I think it would be easier not to, right? Like no different than the obvious, you know, getting having sex and having a baby, especially when you didn't plan to or didn't want one and end up pregnant. Some things we do and some actions have consequences and they set things in motion and it doesn't negate the fact that God loves us. It doesn't stop him from loving us. It doesn't mean he's not going to continue to bless us, but some things set some stuff up that we can't take back and it puts us in a place where, man, if I wouldn't have done that. But then now we got to deal with, okay, I've been forgiven and moving on. I don't have time to keep losing ground like that. I don't want to. Um, will I? Yeah, something. But but I thank God that he has the grace and mercy for us, more importantly, the love for us. But he set stuff in motion and told us to re- abide and remain that can help us by his spirit, not our own flesh, <laughs> to do some of the things in a way that's pleasing before him. So I just need to share that. And Grace, share Yolanda when you hear this again. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. Anybody else? Hey, G, I wasn't going to say nothing. I'm trying to preserve whatever. Um, but Grace, Sheer, Yolandra, and um, Dion, the, the backdrop that you did um, was amazing as well. But when I think about um, the self-control and self-discipline, um, when we step out of that, there's always consequences. And thank you, Lisa, for dropping that in there as well, um, that we have to be mindful with everything. There's a consequence. Of course, there's a reward, but there's also consequences when we step out of um, the things that we know to do what's right and don't do them. Um, yes, I just wanted to say, Grace here, and y'all could have been a little compassionate with me about the root beer, but hey, it's all good, though. So I love y'all. <laughs> Morning, Dion. I'm, I'm just, Morning. I didn't get a chance to say this to you yesterday, but this phrase right here, I'm coining this phrase as my, uh, just something to observe and uh, give to the Lord. But what you said yesterday is not what I eat, but rather what I feel I deserve. That's deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to say that yesterday, but I've been uh, just thinking about that, and I remember, I don't know if I talked about it later, earlier on, but I remember that's, um, that has been my journey. I felt like I didn't do nothing else, Lord. Why can't I, you know, eat? Okay? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. why can't, you know, with, with eating went into shopping, you know, because of addiction, you know, you go from one thing to the next. But that right there, I remember saying that, and uh <sighs> I announced that, but um, I, I, I had to write that down to continue to remind myself that is the, the phrase right there, what I feel I deserve has had me trapped all these years. So. Mm, very good. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful mm-hmm. declaration, uh, Yolanda, and happy birthday, Tammy. LOL. I just want to, 
I just want to really just thank God for yesterday's word, for today's word, and that I was able through his grace and mercy to put this flesh under subjection and fasted up until 6 o'clock and was even on the call yesterday for the first time, evening. And just to know that God is in your corner fighting for you no matter what. All the naysayers, all those that thank you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and you're not because he allowed you to hear all the conversations, and you pray for him, and you keep it moving. So I praise God for those that are praying for me that I don't even know about. That part right there. So God bless you all on Declare Victory. Love you. Love you. Good morning, Dion. This is Leomia. Um, Good morning. First, happy birthday to Tanya. And wonderful decoration. Um, and I just wanted to call with the praise. Oh, thank you, Jesus. With the praise report this morning. I thank God yesterday was the first day that I did not eat one piece of word is original. Yes. Celebrating. Up until now, I have not had a piece. And I will not have a piece today. I don't know what I'm going to do with all that candy. I guess I'll take it to the church and let the youth group gain all that weight. (laughs) I just thank you. I thank you. I thank the clear victory. Keep me lifted up. Well, we are proud of you, Mother. That's good. Keep your sugar right. Good job. Yeah, it was a 99 this morning. (laughs) Thank you, Pop. Okay, everybody have a blessed day. And you do the same, darling. Amen. Anybody else? All right, guys. Hey, D. Hey, D. I, do I sing? What do you want me to do? Tense, the song that I wrote. You want me to do it? Mm. Or Tan, what do you want do me it. to I'm going to call you in a minute. I'm going to call okay. you in a minute. But well, yeah. how do people going to hear it? Uh, I'm going to record it. <laughs> Tanya, I'm about to videotape you. I'm going to FaceTime you, Tan, so I can sing to you. I love you. Happy birthday, Sister Tan. No. You play too much. Amen. All right, guys. Well, we have uh, beat the dead horse, and he has shown us it. Um, we'll be right back here. Tonight is Thursday night. It's the Women's Walk It Out call. If you've never joined, you meet right back here at 6 p.m., uh, on this Thursday and every Thursday thereafter. Otherwise, I pray that you go and you grow in love. You be the Jesus somebody needs to see tomorrow is Wednesday. I'll hear you guys either this evening or tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. 
I love you tomorrow. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye. I love you, love Happy birthday, Tanya. Happy birthday, Tanya. Turn God up, bless everybody. Let's Have go, T. Let's go, T. Let's go, T. Hey, hey, let's go, T. Bye-bye. Happy birthday, Kenya. Don't take your medicine. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be cool, Bill. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Later. <laughs>